0: Hello, and welcome back to the Video Production Academy podcast. I'm delighted to be joined by Mylene all the way from Germany. So I don't think it's, it's the first time I've spoken to somebody in Germany, but I've already spoken to somebody from Germany. So it's wonderful to have you on today, Mylene. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Lee, for having me. I'm honored. No, you're very welcome. Firstly, what I'd like you to do is to introduce yourself and tell the audience what it is that you do. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I'm a healer. I provide support for people to walk their knowledge in a way to embody fully their knowledge and to express it out into the world and make the impact they want so a big topic for me is oneness right that you live your purpose but in every second of your life I don't separate even work from family life or personal life it is always a full expression of me and that's what I support people with and to shine their light in front of the cameras or on stage or the radio or podcast Well, that's amazing. Where did you
0: start off, though? Because I don't think that is a job or a vocation that you would leave school and go into.
1: Yeah, I had to think about that. So it really is from birth. And I knew always the truth, but it silenced me. And then I have cerebral palsy. So I live, I walk different than most people. So in the teenager age, then I I contracted myself. And then this whole journey started, right? A life's journey, I would say, where I rediscovered or was encouraged to be more myself. You know, like in college, I remember I wanted to do then karate, and I thought, ah, oh, no one will let me into their class. But what I didn't know, she was a Native American, and they have a whole different philosophy, and combined it with the Japanese philosophies, which I loved so much as a, a child. And that opened the door, learning more about my body, healing, figuring out what can I do and not follow what the doctors are telling me. Right, where will I end up? With 24, they said I would be in a wheelchair, and I said, No, I don't want that. But that honed then my whole own healing journey, especially then with energies and different tools that were rather abstract. And I noticed how easy it is and how it felt and. I became keen to how the brain works. I observed other people since also a little girl to to see what makes me different, right? Or am I different? And so now, in a way, I bring all of this together. Landscape architecture was in there. So how do people feel in certain spaces, right? Where do I make them comfortable? And so that I brought also into make people feel inwardly, First, comfortable, a calm, a peaceful. So then nothing phases you that happens in the outside world. It sounds like you've had a
0: real journey of discovery and
1: self-discovery. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's so funny. I always say we went to college, right, to learn something and to implement it, as you were just asking me. But I would say now it was a recovery. I learned what I was already doing. So even then in shamanism and when I learned later that I'm a channel, then I said, oh my God, I've been channeling all my life, but I didn't recognize it because it felt so natural and I had to be in a community that recognized it and gave me feedback. Yeah, and that was so interesting. So once I was in a community that embraced me and my way of being, then it was easy. (laughs) I think that's...
0: I like a lot of times when people are entrepreneurs because we all have something that is our natural and yeah. that we think everybody else can do and it's only when you start to have that conversation that you realize huh you don't think like that or you can't do that so for me it's my organizational skills and it's also mm-hmm. video work it's things that I take for granted that other people go "Hmm, yeah that's that's not me so it's really interesting that you say that that we have this ability within us that then you have to work out, but you have to be in community really to help with that. Yeah, exactly. So that's quite a journey to get to where you are
1: now. What
0: I'd like to know is what part video has played in that.
1: So the whole computer era, right, started when I was in the 20s or even in landscape architecture, more or less in the 30s. Everyone had it in the offices. But I had always an eye for photography. I can remember with 11, I already did photographs and developed them myself. I had an interest of seeing the detail, which, you know, it's logic now. (laughs) even in buildings or in plants. And then that disappeared for a while. Back in college, again, I did some exhibits, photo exhibits that were recognized and people remembered me because of my photos. So I've learned I have a little bit of an eye and don't need to take a lot of photographs. I can be quick and express something rather fast. No, yeah, then motherhood started and then the move back to Germany. But once I was here, I missed a little the US and I went on to the internet. And that was the time when people were looking more at interview. How can you go online with your business? It's now 15 years ago. You know, the big marketeers were out there already. But yeah, the solopreneurs, the ones that just brought their gifts into the world, there weren't so many. And I was in a video challenge. I remember that started it. We were about 450 people that started out to do a 30-day video challenge every single day. And at the end, we were only 33. I've learned a lot in this one. Because you had these extreme differences of people that were so shy. They had a cushion over their head, like, like a, not showing their faces, how uncomfortable those that just spoke very professional and scripted. And I could see how people reacted to all these different nuances. And I learned already there, when you are authentic and show yourself how you really are, like I would say the woman that put the cushion over the head, she had so many comments. People were feeling for her versus I'm going to take this woman that you know, tried what like the big marketeer said and there were no comments, no one watched them and you could sense that she was also not having fun then. Yeah, and explore and this exploration was really what made you every day do a video. At that time, it took hours (laughs) to upload it to to Facebook or you had to learn at the end to put it on YouTube, right? that was also rather new, (laughs) And I just loved it, the spontaneity. I noticed, I learned there that I like to be outside. I love to do outdoor videos because, yeah, as a landscape architect, I have this strong connection to nature, right? It's more often my metaphors when I work with people. And I could play with my cats and show my surrounding. But I also had times where I cried with life. Things happened in life that were not easy to digest. And I had a support team and I thought, I don't even know anyone, right? I mean, there are people from around the globe and you have no idea who they are, but I learned in that moment how to build connection to them. And what happened at the end, I think out of the 33, I saw half of them in real life because then I traveled to the US. I traveled yeah to Sri Lanka here in Germany I found the ones that were there and this connection is still there so we made friends for life because in that moment we were put together and we became a support team to go through and explore video in in fun ways Yeah, again, that's that's
0: another amazing experience because you talk to so many people on video through Zoom and I suppose I know maybe five or 10% of them in a way that I can go up and poke them, you know, in the same location and the rest of them, it's like this, you're on a screen. And I would never imagine that I would get to a stage where I would meet you in person. So to actually go and meet half of the people that you were on the challenge with is really
1: phenomenal yeah and I kept that I kept that at least also I you know in Facebook I I know half of the people I've spoken with them so over these years I make sure that I get to meet people it becomes very important for me and also yeah at that time you know when I was honing my craft When I learned the singing that came out, right? I had these certain phases in my own profession. So I always had a testing ground or I could ask people. And then, you know, the whole thing with summits started and I would make videos instead of writing something because that took ages. I can turn on the video or maybe sing a song or bring wisdom through much faster uh, than I can write, for example, a... 400 or 500 word blog or, or a gift yeah that re- and all, it, it doesn't interest me so that also shows my that is my lineage that is my style yes I
0: would agree with that as well I do a weekly blog as part of the podcast but actually sitting down to do the podcast itself and do the editing there's a lot more flow to it mm-hmm. the writing is a little bit more thoughtful I would say yeah interesting so what type of videos
1: do you make now so podcast at the moment so at the last since the pandemic i went a little inward for myself so i really didn't do many i let my video youtube channel hang a little bit in a way but i did for summits here and there but not i didn't even do many of those but my podcast so in my podcast i do also a video like this and edit it and that was a way of being a little bit of myself a little bit out there and having the time to be introvert or i would not say introvert but hibernating or hibernating that's the word in english of what wants to come out next right because i think there's so many changes coming and also as a healer what is needed for me am i really living myself Am I showing myself fully and not? And I'm letting myself be seen as I am. So this is an interesting aspect, even for myself who thought, oh my God, I already shot so much of myself, right? I'm not afraid to go on stage. I've had eight years of a radio show and yeah, but still there is something new that is needed. And maybe I think there are also new ways of video. So I have a few new ideas how to use in a more fun way Ellie I'm really interested to create more fun and for example I've been asked so many times about recipes I thought I I will show on video maybe now I do a tiramisu you know like with spelt you know and maybe not so much with lactose in it and there are new ways to do it and I thought I'll do that or, you know, I do a different makeup. I use organic makeup and, in you know, in the 50s show little tricks that I've learned on on over the time and being on stage. And even there, what I don't like. It was really interesting. We have to go out there and try. I think everyone, I should say, go and try and just start somehow and you'll find what feels comfortable for you. So, for example, when I was... Las Vegas, and they put all these, this makeup on me. And I came home and showed those pictures to my son. He was okay, younger than maybe six years younger. So uh, just around nine. And he said, ah, Mama, that doesn't look like you. And I looked at them, and I said, yeah, you're right. So I never did so much ever again. I thought it was fun once doing it, exploring it. And I had a, a grand time in even going shopping to get all those makeups. And then I notice, oh, I barely use them, maybe for a VD here and there to bring in a little bit more shine when I need it. And but otherwise I don't, I leave it very, very natural. So I can be me because in, in everyday life, I don't want to look different in everyday life as on video. So if you meet me, I don't want to, you know, you shock you. Yeah, I would
0: agree with that as well, because I'm not somebody who is comfortable wearing a full face of makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, a friend of mine did a, a full makeover and I mean she was amazing with what she did but I didn't look like me and I think for me that's part of the authenticity is what you see is what you get and and I wouldn't wear makeup every day so to actually do it for something like this in some ways I suppose is a little inauthentic I know other people and my friend Andrea would not go out of the house without makeup on but it's just a, a different mindset and a different thought process
1: yeah and then they also have it on video so that is i would say the show yourself as you are right and i was talking about that video challenge i was laying already in bed day that was i think the funniest video of all and there was another one singing in the rain i I sang that song and and went with a, a funny colorful umbrella outside and i let my son videotape me at that time And the other, I got up out of bed and I thought, oh, what do I do? I have like an hour left before, you know, it shows the German date uh, of of, uh, midnight. And so I said, oh my God. So I took just, I looked, ran around, took all those hats of of my son that I had and did a little song and changed those hats. And that was the most uh, fun video I've ever done. So even in the last moment, we don't have to think too much about it. Just give you a, sometimes a little time pressure yourself, say two, four, five minutes or maybe 10 and, and play around what happens, how creative you become when you do that. It spurs creativity when you don't have as much time That's true. to prepare. That's very true. Because they say if,
0: if you have an eight hour deadline, you'll take eight hours to get there. But if you've only got an hour, you'll make it work. Yep. That's landscape. I can tell you I did that. off. <laughs> <all. laughs> uh. So would you say that video
1: has had a positive impact on your business? Yeah. First of all, you see yourself the whole time. This is also a really interesting aspect, right? How often do we look in the mirror? Maybe when you brush your teeth or maybe put your even maybe you put your cream on. You look at but you have time to contemplate about yourself. You look at yourself in a, in, in a different way. Maybe you even look at the videos you've done. I'm not so much that I review my own or even my podcast or radio shows. I don't listen too often to what I've spoken, but not because I'm, I don't like it. or. But you get used to yourself and you can learn a lot about yourself. You get used to your own voice, how others hear it, right? Then it's not so awkward. You see how you move, how you sit, how you stand, how people see you. The a lot of little things video gives you. A lot of, I met so many people because of video. I don't, it's unbelievable. A network, collaborators, partners. Maybe there were a guest on a podcast I, or invited them on video. I had a video show, my sacred sound surprise. Oh, no, that was the radio. Sacred expression show right, and invited people, and it makes you learn new softwares, you explore things, you test out things, you have fun going shopping, (laughs) because, you know, what looks good on video, how do I feel comfortable, so, and then in business, if that has been really my advertisement tool, because I showed myself on so many videos, do I have videos on my website, no, Maybe it's time to put a new website with videos, but there it's not, but it's everywhere else. It's how people get to see me and how they respond to me then. It's interesting you say about thinking about what
0: you wear on camera. Mm-hmm. I the, I had some advice about what to wear on camera and it's quite interesting because actually I haven't taken any notice of it. <laughs> Which What I was told is because of my complexion, because I'm so fair, I should stick to like a pale pink, which actually I like. And I do have some tops for being on video in that. But what I was told was to not wear V-necks and to not wear scarves and to not wear high necks, because there was so much of me already was how she put it. And I'm like, on one (laughs) hand, I was mortally offended that she'd said that. And I kind of thought about it and I did go with it for a while. And I thought, no, actually, I'm going to go with what I'm comfortable with. And so... I'm back to wearing the scarves. I enjoy wearing the scarves. They're, they're fun. I work in a very, very male dominated environment. So it's a way to actually feminize what I wear on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. But I'd be really interested to get your thoughts on what to wear on camera.
1: Yeah, it's really interesting. I worked with a, a woman, that's how you get to know it. But I also worked with her. Her grandfather was once the seam, seamster of the Shah. So she has a whole different view and, and she's Persian. She has this very beautiful view. And I, I, I breathed that in and I've learned really well from her. So the first thing I remember, she said, she taught, wear something people see your face. So it's not just on video. This is really for life. So when you step into a room, what do people look at? Do they like, look at your clothing or do they look at your face? Have a totally different presence on stage. So, if you're a speaker, uh, do the same, right? There are prints or way of dresses. Yeah, there may be for the designers, but where does it come from? They need to sell, they need to be different every single year. Does it fit each shift of a design, each of us who has a different body form or not, right? So, I'm, but I'm going to stay here with video. But a very beautiful tip is. Use all the colors that are on your body. And even that I would have, you know, I was much more bright and I do have a lot of blue because I got blue eyes. So the complexion of of, of your skin, your hair color and your silver, right? You can play with all these gray tones, Uh, the eye color, all of the colors in your eye, then your lip, then also in the inside, you can see. Right, we all have different color- tones in our hands. So I'm more a warm red, but with a little blue. So, but I tended to that anyway. So these are beautiful colors. You look well in, and they, they bring out you. Yeah, they bring out you. And then another beautiful, especially for video, right? So I, I, I chose on purpose this, right? because you I can play with it. Turtleneck is fine, you know, in the winter, but then maybe you can hang a scarf around. I didn't bring a scarf around it, oh, and that loosens it up. But did you notice what it does with my head? I look totally different right away. Yeah. So, and even if you're like me, like this, but I have a larger face. So, a good uh, thumb of a uh, rule, rule of thumb, I think you say in English, rule of thumb to go double. So, what happens if I pull it further down? Yeah, it changes the whole complexion and, and, and you look at me. So you can play in the summer, it, it becomes different. But you, if you do have a, tur- use a scarf or, you know, they have now all these vests or when you wear a jacket, where it creates a little bit, a new a new line. So that, that could have been now a scarf. Now, a lot of people, I brought it because I thought about that, is necklaces. I'm going to use this now, let's see pull this down what happens when you wear necklaces everyone starts looking at the necklace and in video it's exactly what you don't want because you don't have a lot of energy of the body or you can't touch and you can't move you want people to concentrate on your words so they'll start studying the necklace observe yourself watch someone who's wearing necklaces where do you look in a video at the person when they do wear. So if you don't wear it, suddenly the gaze goes up to the face again. It's really interesting, right? And it's a simple thing. You can wear earrings. I didn't wear earrings today. And you can use all of these things. Even that doesn't matter. But the necklace, it has something that just pulls people away. It's different when you go outside, yes, that you can wear. But for video, I would say try it out and see how also people respond and ask, you know, your friends and uh, play it with yourself. And when you watch yourself, do you look at your net? or do you look then at your mouth and listen to yourself? You can practice that. There's some amazing
0: tips in there. Thank you. One of the things that I would say from the perspective of being an editor is I don't like bracelets and bangles because of the noise. You get a Mm -hmm. noise on it. And I was on a call earlier on today and I had a body warmer on and I could actually hear the material swishing on the microphone. So I went and took it off and it was the first time I'd heard that. And I'm like, oh, that's me. Oh, that has to go. So you do have to be so observant and so self-aware of it.
1: Yeah, I like soft things anyway. So it it has to be comfortable. It has to be like a second skin. And and that is another thing, again, for live or video People feel how you feel, and if you have, if you're wearing something you don't feel comfortable in, it's your second skin. Yeah, so cherish it. Get everything out of your closet or trade it, and do a clothing party and and in gift it, and have in your closet the things where you open up and they make you happy. It's important that you there because clothing, like everything else in your home, is medicine. It is our medicine that provides support to you right and you can sit different you feel different your your voice is different you know how comfortable you, you your shoulders drop you sit up and your topics even become different now this is a difficult one for the people that are just listening but
0: you have the most beautiful uh-huh, yeah. glorious plant in the background at the moment that completely changes your environment for being on camera and one of the things that I'm very keen on is the fact that you don't have to have a super duper fancy studio so my entire studio was put together for pennies literally it was just different things I already had that I then put together to create this space and I suppose because of what you do with the the landscape architect it makes sense for your surroundings and your background that you have there just now
1: yeah, for me, yeah, trees are very important. I, I speak with them, right? They bring wisdom, they bring messages through and plants and flowers. And, but I'm going back to the videos. You, I used all my lamps at home when I, at the beginning, I had this one room and it was a north facing. So there wasn't so much light, but I brought four or five and you had from two angles, right? It would be better. I really would need one in my back here to have a little warm backlit as well. I only have one light because I have a window coming in. Yeah, so you don't have to buy really much. So even for a video, so you can sit in front of your north facing window and you put maybe if you have a laptop, your laptop on the window, that light is sufficient. We don't even need any artificial light. And that will create and highlight your face beautifully. And then, yes, west would work too, but you have to, and when the sun comes, it doesn't work so well anymore. Or then, you know, you have to be careful which, where the sun is. But go close enough to a window. That functions too. That, that is brilliant advice. And
0: not something that I've actually discussed with somebody before. My tendency would be to not use natural light unless I'm filming outside but I'm based in North Scotland so I think light can be a little bit more problematic for us because Mm -hmm. our days are shorter and and actually the environment that I'm in we don't have large windows and the shapes of the room means that the windows are not altogether accessible but when we move house that is something that I would absolutely look at and say well actually I would like to use natural light more it's just not an,
1: an option that I have here it feels it, nicer. If I think back of to to the ones that I've used, and you don't have this extreme. Luckily, I have one I can white. It or, but you know, as the light changes outside, the the brilliance of the light changes that I have inside, or sometimes the computer works with the light. But if you have for a while the. Natural for, you know, you can do five, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and you have a beautiful light. And it's really nice for the skin to use the natural light. That's amazing.
0: What tips would you give to somebody who is considering starting their
1: video creation journey? Ah, Just do it. (laughs) And I know it may seem overwhelming to learn different softwares, but I would say start it. Maybe the first time it takes much longer. And you do a minute and you play around. So take a look and look at playing. Don't see it as a burden or you have to. And explore. I think that is really important because then you get curious and you try out. And nowadays, there's so many things out there. So maybe it may be a little overwhelming. But even there, simplify. Start with YouTube. Doesn't even cost you anything to save the videos and to embed wherever you want to uh, assume. Nowadays, if you have Zoom, that the, the quality is so good. We don't even have to go to many others unless you know you really want to, then you get different quality. But for most of us, this uh, functions and uh, the audios don't put out that quality unless you have these you know, very expensive stereos or headphones on. So don't think you have to have all these things and just start. As I said, the most watched videos and where people responded and felt connected was to the woman that was afraid and the least perfect ones. And and that is really to, 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 to soak in that. And we're not told that often enough. We're always told how perfect you have to be. But the imperfect is what makes us feel each other and support each other i think that's one of the biggest shifts that i've seen in my time in the
0: media is originally it was about creating video content that was flawless that was seamless that was as perfect perfect as it could possibly be Mm -hmm. and now because the media content creation is much more in the hands of the people rather than the professionals it's more about resonating with the audience and i know the majority of people that i speak to would resonate more with the person with the cushion in front of the face than the one who went yeah that's fine i can do this because they know what they feel like in themselves so mm-hmm. i think that's actually been a really good shift to say actually perfection isn't the goal um, reality and authenticity and integrity is,
1: and we can all expe- we have all experienced that and can feel that, right? Everything get more lenient even for men. I think right, they can if suddenly through the picture walks a child or an animal, it, it puts a smile on on people's faces where before that. Oh my God, what is your child doing here? And I I'm very happy. So that makes us more human again and softer yes whole people not just nine to five yeah i think that's disappearing slowly anyway which bit the nine to five or the whole nine to five and more you know that all came from control you have to be this certain ways because you're told so and now the shift is i can do whatever i desire to do i can express myself in my way and this is you can feel it already if you just speak these words, how we can open up, how we feel more comfortable, puts a smile on our face. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. How can people connect with you? Oh, best on all social media. Connect with me. That's Mylene Elke everywhere. <laughs> that always makes and it also so my simple. website. It's really easy. M e i l i n e h. L-K-E for
0: those. That's wonderful. We'll make sure that's in the show notes as well. Thank Thank you. you so much for taking the time to have a conversation today. It's been an absolute pleasure.
1: Thank you for having me, Lee. And everyone, the best to you. Do your videos, have fun, be curious and don't care what others say.
0: Thank you for listening to the Video Production Academy podcast
1: or watching it if you're viewing us on YouTube.
0: I'm Lee Midlane and I've been your host for this episode. If you'd like more information, resources or free downloads, head over to the Video Production Academy at www.videoproductionacademy.co.uk. Reach out if you have any questions, queries or comments and subscribe to hear more inspiring conversations with business owners just like you who've built their business using video. Until next week, shoot for the moon.